In last week's episode, I was happy to share that through my experiment on not playing the game in the workplace, I was finding success. I actually start to feel like you can still be successful without playing the game, without playing the political game at work. And this week, I thought to share with you what I did, how how I did it. So far, at least it's been, you know, I would say the last three to four years since I've been experimenting this, and what things that I have done and and taken a stand on differently that I think really helped contribute to the success. So there, are, I'm only gonna share like the really top of mind things. I'm sure there's like so many things. That come together like a collection of things that really make a difference, but I'll just share the ones that are really top of mind for me. So before I dive into that, just to kind of share with you my struggle before, I used to be a very like keep to yourself, quiet, not very confident when it comes to speaking on my ideas. Presenting, don't know how to talk about my work because I always had this thinking in my mind where I don't want to be a show off. Like I don't want to be, you know, going around like, look at me, look at me, look at my project. Like I don't want to take up space for the sake of wanting visibility. Like I remember one of my biggest feedback from my manager for the longest time in my career. Is look, they recognize I work hard. They recognize I do good work. They recognize I have good ideas, but has always been visibility. They have always given me feedback on like, hey, like people need to know about your work more. Like you need more visibility, especially with leadership. And I would, during that time, I would very much work with people that are either my peers or to get things done. I work with who I need to. And I was not good at advocating for my own work. I was not good at advertising for my own work, and because for some reason I just feel such a big shame on going around like telling people about my work if it's not something that either they asked or if I feel like they need to know, and that hurt my career a lot. Like I remember knowing a lot of. People, but most people didn't know who I was. You know, like people didn't know what I did. But then for the those who who I did interact with and did work with, they would give me really good feedback in terms of like, you know, work quality is good. My suggestions, my executions, my problem solving were all good. It's for the people that who knew me, so I was struggling. I was struggling to even understand to wrap my head around the concept. What is visibility? Is it just basically playing the game? Is it like to show off, knowing how to show off, or is it something else? How do I build better relationship? And more importantly, one of the things was like going through my mind a lot during the time is how do I quote quote get visibility without Just being in front of people's faces or sending out unnecessary emails just to talk about my work. Like, how do I not be that person? Like, how do I not be like a show off or someone just just play the game? And I was struggling with that a lot because I always felt this big guilt of if I were to schedule time with a leader 
just so that they know who I was or get in front of them and talk about my work. I just feel so guilty as if like I was wasting their time. And what really changed a lot of that and this like guilty mindset of me taking up other people's time unnecessarily because that was always the holdback. Like I felt like, oh, I shouldn't waste people's inbox. I shouldn't waste people's time. Like I felt like I was wasting people's time even if I'm just trying to offer them something or help them with something or give them, propose some solution. Like for some reason, I just feel so terrible as if I was wasting people's time. And not until I was able to realize that, look, the stuff that I am doing, the stuff that I'm working on, like whatever project that I'm working on, like ultimately, what am I, what am I trying to do here? I'm trying to help like people. Like I'm in marketing. So a lot of things that I do and I'm in operations. So a lot of things I do, I'm trying to help other marketers to be more efficient. I'm trying to help other marketers to enable them to do something even better. Or I'm trying to give them data so that they could decide on doing something even more intelligently. Like a lot of things that I do, essentially I'm helping other people. And the people that I'm helping are like the reason why I'm doing it in the first place. So what I'm trying to get at is what really starts to get into my head is, look, if you don't talk about your work, how do people get the help that you are offering them? And it's this realization of like, you know what? I'm not trying to show off my work. I'm not trying to just take up airspace and people's time unnecessarily. The things that I'm talking to them about and the things that I am showing them what I have done is with the end result of hoping that it will be helpful to them so they could walk away with more benefits, so they could walk away with, you know, having their life easier. And I think that was the mindset that really helped me being able to talk about my work, to advocate about my work, to present my work without this like guilty feeling. It's like, no, like I'm not just trying to, it's not about me. It's that in hope, I'm really hoping the things that I have been working on, the things that I'm delivering are in help of the people that I design to help. So in order for people to get the help that I hope that they will get, is by me talking about it. It's by me making sure that they understand how to use it, making sure that they understand how it applies to them so that in turn, it makes their life easier. And I think with that thinking like cleared up in my head, it really helped open up myself being able to talk about my work more confidently and without this guilty feeling because it's no longer I'm, taking up their time I'm actually hoping to add value to them by me spending time with them and them spending time with me so that was number one like I think having that realization really helped open me up in sharing more like because I know a lot of us out there like I talk to my other coworkers, so I know a lot of you out there probably feel the same way it's like just, oh my God, I'm so bad at talking about myself. I'm so bad at talking about my work. I'm so bad at just going like, look at me, look at me. And I totally feel you. Like I hated those feelings and I didn't want to be that. But then you realize like everything that you're working on, things that you're spending your time on, there's a, there's a reason why you're working on what you do. There's a reason why you're being asked to talk about the stuff that you're working on. There's a reason why you're, you're there. <laughs> there's a reason why they hire you. 
you know and i think that especially depends on your role i know not all the all the roles out there need you to talk about your role with other people and present to other people but for some of you out there that who work on like data or work on i mean there's so many things but i i really think that in most cases in order for a workplace your team your manager leadership to appreciate you and you make yourself invalu- invaluable is for people to know what do you do <laughs> and what do you offer right because you could be working so hard and i used to be one of those people too like i would work so hard i would go above and beyond but at the end of the day if people only know that you work hard but they don't really know what do you work on and what value you add it's gonna be hard for people to feel like you are important it's gonna be hard for people to feel like you are doing anything meaningful so being able to talk about your work not in the way of again like not the look at me look at me type of talking but communicate what you do in the way of like why should people listen why more important it's not even why people should listen why are you why are you even working on these things right like you would hope the things that you're working on there's a reason why if you're being asked of that hope you understand why you're being asked of you know doing what you're doing but more importantly if you're creating your own solutions you would hope you're creating something that truly is helpful and better yet sometimes you could be going the wrong path like i have created things that i was going the wrong path and and in order for you to know you're going in the wrong path is for you to communicate with the people that you're trying to help and they'll give you feedback that maybe you're off here maybe think in another way right and that's like a cycle that would be helpful for you to be even more productive so me realizing that like at the end of the day the stuff that i'm trying to do is hoping that it will actually help people that i'm doing it for and being able to talk to these people about it right getting some sort of feedback like is this helpful is this not was helpful for me too and so i think with that it made it easier for me to type an email for example like do an email blast to all the people that whatever that i am doing could be helpful to them like that made it easier for me to be able to add a bunch of people in the email that i truly believe that could benefit from whatever that i have either delivered or is offering or whatever it is like that was helping my like conscience i'm like okay i'm not spamming people i'm not just doing this for my own benefit i'm not trying to go rah-rah for myself like this is i'm really hoping that someone will find it helpful going in that angle really helped me open that up secondly speaking of opening up and and speaking more and communicating more that was the other lesson i've learned is that you do need to communicate and i'll tell you like as i grow older i'm more of an introvert than i am as an extrovert i would say when i was younger i was more of an extrovert now much more of an introvert so it's not natural for me now to be super talkative with people i am so terrible at small talk like i am the worst i get awkward so fast and there's a lot of people that i feel like i don't click with and i don't like to force those type of relationships and so for me when it comes to communication or communicating at work in general is not easy and i always feel worried that someone's gonna mis- misunderstand me or you know 
like misunderstand my intent and think that I'm a bad person. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to share too much. Like I was that, and I still am that. So in order for me to be more proactive in communicating what I do and speak more in meetings was not easy at all. And the thing that I want to share with you, like I actually gone through something that I felt like was kind of the last straw in a sense of really push me to be more outspoken with people and about my work is I had a really bad manager. I would say about at now, like about three years, three year-ish ago. And it was terrible in the sense of that, doing that, uh, that time, I was the type of report, like I reported to my manager that time. And I was the type of report that, if I was going through like a hard time, meaning like I like people are not listening, like people are kind of out of control, things are not going to basically, let's say the project is not going in the way that it is planned. Instead of me bringing it up to my manager right away, like flagging it to my manager, like, hey, just letting you know, this is what's happening. This is how I think I'm handling, going to handle it. You know, basically giving your manager a heads up with what's happening ahead of time. I didn't do that because I, for some reason, felt this responsibility of like, oh, I need to try my best to like take care of it first. Like, you know, like basically don't bother my manager um, of issues if I don't have a solution yet. Like try to figure it out yourself. And if you truly couldn't figure yourself, then bring it up to your manager. So I did that. Like I would go through it and I'll try to handle it myself. And then basically the other team members that I was trying to handle it with, like there was some conflicts, like they're not performing. I was trying to communicating with them. They're not performing. Anyway, they went to my manager to basically say like, oh, this person's not happy with our work and we didn't do anything wrong. So it became essentially my manager was made aware of the situation from the other party that is not doing a good job. But because they brought it up to my manager first, and I didn't have that close relationship with my manager because I didn't really communicate with her in these areas that much at all. She, my manager at the time, like she took their side as in like she thought I did something wrong. Like it, the, the reason why it wasn't going was my fault, not because they're not performing well. So anyway, it actually become a really big deal. It was really sad and really bad because like she my manager at the time immediately thought I was not, I was underperforming and I was not doing my job. And it was just really bad. Our relationship got really, really bad. And, and I just do, I remember during that time, it was, it was a terrible time because I felt so misunderstood. I felt like I didn't have a voice. I felt like I should have said something sooner, but I didn't. And you know, there was just so many terrible feeling, but there was a big thing I did blame is that I remember my manager doing that time is just start to like creative this narrative about me with other people. Like my manager was one of the worst managers that I had during that time. And she started gossiping about me. She started telling people things about me that's not even true. It was through her own assumption. And because I didn't have these close relationship with people, and knew, no one really knew who I was because I was very reserved, very to myself. I felt like people believed her. And I would get accused of who I am and how I am 
based on my manager's opinion. And it was so frustrating during that time. I remember just thinking to myself during that time, my career, like never, like never let someone treat you like that again. Like you need to speak up for yourself. Like you need to let people know who you are. You need to tell your side of the story. And that when things don't go right, like you do need to communicate. Like I was again, like super quiet, super reserved, just try to handle everything myself. And the whole thing just backfired on me where I became the bad person. You know, when my intent during the whole time is like I thought I was supposed to handle it myself first before I escalated, you know, to my manager, but it all blew up, you know, in my face. And so during that time, that was one of my lessons to myself was that like, I need to speak up. I need to speak up for myself. You know, that's number one, because that time I felt like it was just her narrative against mine. And no one even at that time, I felt like knew who I was and what I was about and what I stand for. And so that really changed me like fast because I just didn't want that to ever happen to me again because it's not like I have nothing to say. You know, that's the thing about me is like as much as I'm an introvert, I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of things happening that I could communicate. It's not like I don't know how to. I just felt like I didn't really practice it and I wasn't sure like if I should or could or whatever. And so that was one of my learning. Once that happened to me, I told myself, like, I have to speak up for myself. I have to represent what I do. I need to share early. Anyway, so that really pushed the next phase of my life, which is like, not only have I become more communicative to my team, my manager and my coworkers about what I do, what I'm trying to do, you know, what I'm thinking, my recommendation all of that like I practice to basically speak more suggest more talk more in meetings to my manager to my teams share who I am more overall um and I saw very positive things start to happen I felt like once people really start to get to know who you are you show you show them who you are you you explain who you are because it's true like sometimes people can misunderstand you um, but you, you try, you know, you try to show your best intent and also share your thought, your thinking process. Hopefully people will get to know who you are. And I, I start to notice, I, I start to, you know, have more like closer relationship with some of my coworker. We get to talk more. I start to get to know my new manager more through time as well. And it wasn't until I start to really speak up for what I believe in, why I think something will work or not work, and my thinking behind things, I realized I started to gain respect from my new manager and my manager's manager. And it is a big deal because during that time, that like uh, bad manager that I had told them about me saying like, oh my gosh, she's bad, she's not good. And they believed her at the beginning. So they didn't actually really like me very much when I first switched to my new manager's team and my new manager manager, they didn't really, really like care for me. Um, But once they really got to know me, they start to gain a lot of confidence in my ability and who I am. And I actually became really close to that new manager. Like he's one of my really, really good friends. And like he really advocated for me as a report. He believed in my work. He knows that 
like I have a lot to offer and I know my stuff, you know, as I'm in and out of, of the work, like the business, what I'm proposing, things that I need to know to do my job well, like he could see I know a lot of, a lot of those things. So anyway, long story short, like as a result of like that unfortunate event happening in my life, in my career, but it also really pushed me to be out there more, like speak you know, stand up for yourself, let people get to know you, right? And on top of what I mentioned earlier about being able to talk about your work, like remove this like guilty conscience of, you know, look at me, look at me, because it's not like that. Like there's always like why you're talking sometimes is beneficial to other people when you're going with the helpful mindset. So I think that plus, you know, forcing myself to speak up more really help people to start to get to know me and then the other part that I think really helped me in this path of like still feel like still feeling success and being successful while not playing the game is you know in order for people to know you one of the great ways especially in like tech companies or corporate companies in general, office companies in general, is just do presentation. And that was the thing that I challenged myself. So I used to get so nervous, like, oh my God, like I can't, like just the thought of public speaking, I hate it. To a certain extent, I still don't love it today. Like <laughs> I have a presentation coming like t- in two days and I'm already somewhat stressing out that like, oh my God, I need to prepare. Uh, but I pushed myself. I like really wanted to get good at presenting. And I would go out of my way to research, read, watch people present tech talk. I would watch a bunch of those to learn like what makes a good presenter good. And in order to become good, you have to push yourself to do it. So I also went through a time of just volunteering myself to present as much as possible. And every chance I get invited, to present something, I always say yes. Even though sometimes I really want to say no or I could back out of it, I would tell myself, no, like you have to do it. And because of that dedication of like researching on how to be good, and I used to like practice my line and I would rehearse. Sometimes I still do that, but not much like before anymore. And I don't memorize it word by word anymore. But I gone through that phase like I really wanted to be a better speaker and I forced myself to volunteer in presenting as much as I can and that helped not only in me practicing speaking my ideas my mind and 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 advocating what I do and who I am and you know what I have to offer uh, but it really helped me become more comfortable too in speaking in just different form right like big presentations small presentations in meetings like that was helpful so I become like honestly it became where I went from someone that who barely spoke in any meetings and nobody knew anything about me to now I am known to always be speaking in meetings like kind of like almost like the annoying one now I feel like like if you're in a meeting with me like nine out of ten times I'll be speaking like a lot (laughs) like one of the people that probably is speaking the most so it's a dramatic change and I felt like those somewhat constant push on presenting helped me become a better speaker 
become more comfortable in speaking and become more comfortable in sharing my thoughts and my ideas and my recommendations. So that I think really helped me because like I felt like people start to remember who I am, what I do, what I offer. And they start to get recommendation from other people of like, oh yeah, like if you need help on this thing, like reach out to this person. Like, you know, because people start to know and recognize what you do and what you offer based on how you talk about your work and what you offer other people. So that I think really helped, you know, and it was not easy. Again, like I went from being so quiet, literally used to say like yes or no in meeting, that's it. Because I was just so nervous and I would used to have to almost like prepare a sentence of saying something semi-intelligent in the meeting like hours before the meeting happens because I just get so nervous and I felt like I couldn't speak on cue. Like it was that bad, you know? And to now, right? Like it's like when I think about it for myself, I'm like, that's nuts. Like I went from so scared to now it felt a lot more comfortable and I'm so proud sometimes to see like young like uh, like early 20 folks being able to speak very intelligently in meetings I'm like man like I couldn't have done that when I was in my early 20s so like mad props I feel like to the new generation they feel so much more comfortable I feel like they're so good in communication in some way so anyway yeah I went through all of that and it really, really helps. And it wasn't easy again. Like there was a lot of time and stress and pushing myself to do all of those things when like I, in most cases doing those times, like, I didn't really have to and didn't have to like over prepare either, but I did anyway. So I think those really, really made a difference. Um, and being authentic to a certain degree like this is where and I say this because I'm still working on that I wouldn't say I'm like very much authentic like who I am casually with my best friend at work but it is much better than before because I mean it's work at the end of the day you do want to you know like be polite be you know professional like you don't want to say something that's going to make anybody feel uncomfortable and you don't want to you know, like that. those are the things that obviously you should avoid um, and be conscious. Like at the end of the day, like I have really, really good people that I connect with at work. But at the end of the day, like they're not your family. They're not like your real friends. Like you do need to kind of be mindful sometimes of what you share and what you say, because it is different. You know, there are consequences of the things that you do and say when it's a work environment. So you do want to be super thoughtful and mindful of those things. So, you know, that's what I mean by, you know, you, you can't just act as if you're talking to your best friends, literally. Uh, but it is much better. And I do think that as a result of being able to talk more casually, like more human, it's really that. It's a more human. I remember before... I used to talk in a certain way at work where I'm just like, I don't even know who this person is. Like, I didn't even like that person because it was just so robotic. It was so poised to a point where it's just like, ugh, like, yeah, like I wouldn't even want to, I wouldn't even really talk to somebody that who talks like me, you know, back then. So being able to like be more casual with people, I was fortunate enough to have met some folks that ended up being some of my biggest advocate at work as well. Like, you know, so so being who you are, speaking up more, believe in your work, do good work, 
that those things is gonna help. I think last I'll end it with this. I think all of those stuff, yes, was a, I feel like a big part of getting to where I'm where I'm at today. Like recent promotion, I feel very grateful again. Like so grateful where I am, and I don't. I'm just so thankful, but at the same time, I do get nervous. Like I, I need to create more passive income for myself. I, I don't want my whole life to be like one, you know, thing. Uh, but aside from all of that, that I'm super grateful. One thing though, I would say is a huge contributor to the success that I have feeling so far. And again, success is so, you know, like how you define it. And, and I always want to drive for more and we all should. Uh, but I call it success because I, I feel like, you know, like people will always say, oh, you have to play the game to get promotion. But um, the thing that I would say is also helpful is that internally, I do have this drive where I am so curious and I want to learn. And so before I like suggest something to like a project or I say this could be a good solution, I do a shit ton of research on these things. Like I'm not one that will just say something out of my ass just to say it with no nothing to back it up. Like I'm kind of known to be this person that like, okay, this person know their shit. And I am so hard on myself for that. But I, I say this because a part of being good at something, it does require hard work. It's not just about talking about your work. It's not just about, you know, thinking that what you're doing is good and then just talk about it and then present it. Because I wish it was like that sometimes, but it's not. Because I do spend a bunch of my time, like before I even do my work before I even talk to people and suggest them something or present anything. There's a lot of work that goes into before I even could present anything, before I could even talk about any of my work, like the research, the learning, like I have gone through, like, for example, sometimes there'll be like a hundred slides deck and almost everyone I know would never read like, not even like more than 30% of it at most. I, I, I would read every one of them. Like when I really want to understand something, when I really feel like I need to have a perspective on something or do my job better, I feel like there's this benefit of not understanding every single thing 100%, but you do want to know enough about things that could impact the things that you do so that you could have a better way of, figuring something out you know like a lot of my work is like oh how do I make this more efficient how do I you know help people have more intelligence in with data you know and like it's it's like sometimes like oh how do these four systems work together together better for this thing to happen but in order for you to figure that out like you kind of need to know these systems very well and what they do and what they're trying to serve you know, and most people, honestly, most people I know would not take the time to truly understand these things in in a deeper level than like than just super high level. Oh, yeah, that thing does this. This thing does that. That's it. You know, but I do. I take the time to like really understand as deep as I can, as deep as my time allows me. But it is with me researching all of this and taking the time to learn all of that that really helped me 
to have the confidence that I do when I talk about something. And it really helps me when I like want to share any of the work that I do is that I deeply do believe whatever it is that I'm delivering would be helpful because I feel like I know the ins and outs of what I'm delivering and how it truly would help others that allows me to present it and talk about it and share it and 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 tell people how it could help them and show them how it could help them. So fundamentally, I feel like that's probably one of the biggest thing, but it's not an easy thing. Like you really do need to put in the work. Like I have gone through sometimes researching on something where my mind is just so tired or it's just so not into it. So like I would have to read it like 20 times because I'm like, okay, I read it the first three times. I have no idea what it really means. I have to do it again and again and again and again or read other things. Hopefully I will understand it from another perspective, another article or another video or another book, you know? So those are hard work. And I think what helps me to have that motivation sometimes is that fundamentally I'm curious. You know, I actually want to understand in certain aspect of how things work. So I think that has helped me. But I think what made it all is not just one thing. It's not about working hard. Look, like truly, I would blame myself if I work so many hours and whatever that I'm delivering and doing, it's not good work and it's not efficient. Like I actually don't think hard work equates good work. I don't think hard work and spending a lot of time and effort on something means that you're a good, like high performer, unfortunately, you know, and it's about value add. Like if you could do something in two hours, that's truly impactful than someone working like 200 hours for, for that same outcome or less than like the two hours win. So it's not always about time and effort. Sometimes it's about the outcome right but in order to get to this like optimal outcome it requires a lot of like a lot of experience a lot of understanding a lot of solutioning right like all of those things what make you valuable as a person and it's one thing that you could figure something out like using that example if you could figure something out in two hours and whatever you could figure out is the most optimal solution but if no one understand how this two-hour solution that you created works if people don't know about it like also doesn't matter right so it's a mix of things it's not about whoever communicates what they do best wins nope not that it's also not about someone that who spend all of their time working hard and doing their job very well uh wins no right because nobody knows about it how it truly helps like it doesn't matter either so it's really a mix of those like you really have to work like you do want to spend the time if you need to right to know something well enough where whatever it is that you're doing and delivering a solution and truly is adding a lot of value so you need a lot of expertise a lot of experience a lot of good ideas a lot of good execution a lot of good problem solving and then you need to be able to communicated to people that you're trying to solve it for in a way that they could understand in a way that they truly then could see the value themselves then i feel like you could have this world where you don't play the game because everything you do it could just truly about the fact of its own and solving and helping people and you don't need to play the game like i don't like honestly i hate 
scheduling time with leadership just so to say like hi like intro like I can't I feel like if I'm meeting leadership (laughs) or executive or whatever I better be adding value is either I'm adding value, like showing them like, hey, would this be helpful in getting their feedback on something? Or I'm asking them questions so that I could build something, do something for them that could be in their value, right? Like the business and how it could help them, right? I don't want to waste their time to get to know who I am. Like, I don't want that because I'm not that interesting at all, <laughs> you know? So I still have that mentality where like, yeah, like I don't want to waste people's time, but like, how do I you know, not waste their time, but make their time valuable by by communicating what they want to solve with me and I help them solve it. Then I feel like it's time well spent because you're being helpful and they're sharing with you what is the biggest gap for them that they would need, they want help on, right? So anyway, I think figuring those things out more and being able to do that from that aspect instead of like this political you know build relationship networking and like people know you and like I don't like that still and I am happy to share with you that I have found success in other ways of doing it that you could still win like I the recent promotion that I've gotten, my senior director put me up for like the final round of promotion committee. And even he was surprised because he's, he's like, he joined the company not too long ago. And he was like, oh my God, even our like VP knows who, who she is, like who I am. And like the other directors and stuff in the room too also knew who I, who I was. Like he was quite surprised. And, I'm, and I was quite surprised too that they remembered me because I remember... I presented to them, you know, six months ago or more. So I was like, there's no way they will even remember me. So like when my manager asked me like, oh, is there someone at that level could advocate for your promotion? I was like, oh, I don't think so. Like, I literally was like, no, I don't think so. So like, I think they were all surprised that these people literally was like, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, like she's good. And I'm like, wow. Like I was even surprised myself that like these people not only remember me, but like would advocate for my promotion. So you could like, and I firmly believe the reason that is is because when I did present something, it left an impression. It's not a matter of they remember who I was. It's a matter of when I did present, I said something invaluable to them. I speak in their language in ways that I presented in a way that it speaks to them. Like I was presenting them something during that time that like I knew they were trying to solve what I was delivering was close to solving that. And I was explaining how this is what they're looking for and how, you know, we could solve it in the future. So I think it resonated very well with them. And I I believe that's the reason why they remember me, because I was pretty surprised that they did, too. Um but I think that was a good example because I never ever spend time with these like VP and directors in the way of like, hi, do you know who I am? Or like, let's get to know each other. Like I've never done that. And for them to remember who I am or what I stood for, for like, because I remember like, when was the last time I actually like spoke in front of them? Like not just like casual, but like, it was it was more than six months ago (laughs) like way more than six months ago and these people remember me and this is when you know like what you delivered and what you 
presented truly resonated and that is what some of my like biggest finding is that like and I do find that as like a success not only the promotion itself but these people like truly like remembered you not because you said hello or you say hi and get to know me like me 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 like it's not about that like there's something about you that you said and done and delivered that really truly resonated with these people so anyway i share this whole thing that helps some of you out there because i was struggling with this so hard and i still do to certain degrees seriously like it's not all easy and dandy i mean every single day i feel like could be different and is different and i do struggle still you know about like being myself and also like how to speak up but in a way that you don't come off as like threatening you don't come off like too strong and like what is the balance of that like I do struggle with that that's like the other flip side which I'll talk about it in another episode but hopefully this is helpful um to any of you out there I could see that this last episode created a few more traction than usual so I thought maybe this is an interesting topic so anyways I hope it helps y'all if you guys are interested get to know me a little bit more I do have a YouTube channel under eggs and potato no space just eggs and potatoes um it's like my tech review channel i don't you know do anything else other than do tech reviews uh but check me out there if you like to get to know me more on youtube type in eggs and potatoes um youtube channel i guess and see if i pop up anyways all right talk to you all next week bye